Hey everybody, welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio here on Kello News Talk and KWSN Radio in Sioux Falls and KFGO, the mighty 790 in the Fargo-Moorhead area. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri, we are going to chat with a very good buddy of ours, Brenton Hill. Brenton is an avid outdoorsman, he is a shields expert, and uh, he is a man about the woods. He is always on the water in the woods, whether chasing pheasants, chasing deer, chasing walleyes, chasing bass or muskies or whatever it is, he's always out there. Brenton, welcome to Gone Outdoors. Thanks for having me today, guys. So congratulations on a successful North Dakota archery season. Uh, you bagged a very nice buck during this past week. Um, pretty cool, pretty cool to be done. And uh, you tend to be very successful in the archery season, as does your wife. Uh, your wife does a lot of bow hunting as well. Um, and I think a lot of that isn't by chance. It's because of preparation and it's because you know what's going on, which is why we want to get you on. A lot of people are getting ready for the North Dakota deer season uh, and Minnesota deer season, which opened up today. Um, what are the deer moving? Where, where are the deer moving to right now? It's that seasonal transition, not only for us hunters and anglers, but also for the deer, and they're on the move. So uh, why don't you give us a little bit of information about what the deer are doing? Yeah, just a minute ago, Scotty, you said the word cool. And I'll tell you what, cool is the theme. We're sitting up here. I do most of my hunting for deer in the northeastern part of the state. And cool started on October 26th. Uh, we've got about 12 to 18 inches of snow in some of our spots. Um, my sits the past couple of weeks, or the, I guess the last week or so, have been pretty darn cold. I think when I shot my buck on Halloween morning, it was feels like one with the, with the temperature and the wind. So along with that, you know, what I'm going to tell you, and this is going to sound weird, is that don't forget about some of those, you know, middle to late November spots where you've got deer ranging to. You know, obviously, Scott, we're not going to fast forward through the pre-rut and the rut, and those deer are going to be really squirrely like they always are. But in this part of the state, I will tell you that food, standing crops, whether it's corn or beans or, um, you know, some of those maybe sunflower seeds that might be standing out there, those are the spots where I've seen most of the does and fawns go to in the last, you know, 10 days when we went from not having snow to now having a considerable amount of snow. Um, so we're seeing a lot of does and fawns pile up in those standing crop areas. And then, of course, we know as the days progress now, we know that that's where the bucks are going to show up. Yeah, and it, even through the rut, right, Brenton, as as these uh, bucks tend to, to lock into a, a doe that's in season – they're going to follow her. She's going to go, you know, to the food. She's going to go to the bedding area. And, and whether they're looking or whether they've already found it, those food sources are really important. Yeah, I know, like I said, Kyle, 10 days ago, every field in North Dakota had food in it, whether it was a standing crop, whether it was some green volunteer grass, or even, as you know, some of that alfalfa that those deer just love this time of year, that late season green. But since we got this snow in this part of the state, the deer have really moved off of those fields and moved towards the standing crops. And one thing I noticed specifically this week when we had these real cold temperatures, the does and the fawns are not bedding that far away from the food. In fact, if you look down the corn rows or the sunflower seed rows right now in the snow, you've got deer laying right in those fields. And, and that's going to be a factor as we think about the upcoming hunting season, you know, 
just coming from Fargo to Grand or Fargo to Park River the other day, I saw a lot of standing crops and, and obviously there are some rules that come along with that. So it's going to be an interesting season. I think the cool thing is going to be though, Scott and Kyle, is that when those bucks start cruising, instead of deer being everywhere and the bucks having to check a lot of spaces, they're going to be able to go from, you know, this spot where they're standing crops to, you know, the next section or the next quarter where they're standing crops. So I think their behavior this year is actually going to be pretty patternable. So Brenton, um, you know, the, what you're talking about is up there in northern North Dakota where you guys got a pile of snow, a pile of snow early. And obviously when you get that much snow, it's definitely going to change change the patterns a little bit. What about like southern North Dakota, which just got a little bit of snow? You know, if they only got a couple inches of snow, is that going to change the patterns that drastically too? Yeah, you know, I think some of those areas, you know, you might still see some deer feeding on, you know, those cut bean fields and some of those fields that have some of that volunteer in them. So I think when we think about southeastern North Dakota, I think those old swamps and those old bogs and, and, and flues and that stuff is going to be what those guys are going to do to have success in. However, just like in the northeastern part of the state, I've got reports from pheasant hunters down there that there still is a lot of crop standing down there. Um in the southeastern part of the state as well. I'm not so sure on the Minnesota side. You know, obviously, you know, straight across the border from us here, they would have a lot of snow up there. But when we think about, you know, getting a little bit further south in Minnesota, it's, it's probably going to be a lot similar of, of, of what you guys have seen in the past as well. Yeah, and I would even say this year in a lot of parts of Minnesota going southward, um, they had a pretty dry second half of the summer and into the fall. And so those crops came out pretty early. So Kyle, I got a question for you. So when you, during those drought periods, when it's drier, it might not be a drought drought, but it's drier, um, watering holes, water holes, water availability becomes important. Is that more important than food? No, I think food, well, of course, water obviously is an important factor, right? But, uh, you know, they're, they're going to get water this time of the year from the dew on the grass and the frost and, and things like that. Um, that food is what's keeping them warm. It's what's keeping them alive. Okay, Brenton, we only got a couple minutes left. What do you know about the stage of the rut that we're in? Are, are we, are we uh, you know, and I know it's variable by where you're at and, and by animal to animal too, but I'm assuming we're deep in the pre-rut by now. Yeah, just in the last, you know, I hunted quite a bit the last uh, week, like I said, until I got my deer here on Halloween. Um, but what I saw is that, you had bucks cruising already. You were starting to see some of those rubs and scrape areas really get big versus, you know, a couple of weeks ago where maybe I had to start to scrape in my legacy scrape areas. Now the, the bucks have really been kind of moving around, getting those scrapes big. And I'm not seeing the same bucks day over day, which tells me that these bucks are making a scrape here. They're going over to the next spot, making a scrape and they're cruising. Um, as the week progressed, as I got closer and closer to Halloween, I will tell you that, you know, even this week in the sits, if I had does, I did have bucks very close to them. Now, did those bucks stop and eat? I didn't notice that, you know, they weren't spending a lot of time in the food, in the corn, in the sunflowers, that type of thing. They were just kind of cruising by to see what, what the gals were doing. I would uh, expect as we continue to get closer to this weekend for Minnesota, 
as we continue to get closer to North Dakota season for next week. I'll tell you what, if you find a door or two coming down the wood line or coming down the shelter belt, I think I would suggest getting ready because I think there could be a buck right behind them. You know, and it seems like from what I've been seeing on social media and hearing from friends that a lot of the nice bucks that are being shot now are bucks that they don't, you know, for the guys that have had a lot of trail cameras out and try and keep track of their herd, that a lot of that has changed now recently where uh, the bucks they're shooting might be bucks that they've never seen on their trail cameras and a lot of their normal ones and their trail cameras are no longer around. Yeah, and I think, too, Scott, you might even want to count the points on your previous pictures with those bucks on, the, on those trail cameras because we've had a few bucks show up again in the last few days with less points than, than the day before when we've seen them. So I think those bucks are starting to get a little alley with each other, too. Yeah, which is good. That That's all a good thing. That's a good thing for the season. All right, Brenton. Brenton Hill, avid outdoorsman, Shields expert. Thanks for coming on Gone Outdoors. Thanks for having me, guys. Stick around. We'll be back with more Gone Outdoors after this short break.